Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. It's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Welcome to the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Click and watch. We're in studio uh, most every day. You can do that. And also get the fan app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you. We are locked and loaded, man, on this Thursday, February 23rd. A little cloudy outside, but temperatures up, huh? We're setting records, record highs around town. Nice to be able to not have to wrap up. That cold weather's coming back. You can count on that. So a a busy day. 42 minutes of content on this show. We better get busy. Bucks. Big. Take. Good news for Braves fans. Don't you just love it? Fangraphs has projected the Braves to win, I believe, 94 games. Win the National League East for the sixth consecutive year and make another World Series run. It's great. We've got the top-rated offense in baseball, a quality rotation, and a deep bullpen. That's really good for us. Wait, there's more to like. Fangraphs has the stinking, lousy Mets winning 91 games. Coming up short again. And the Phillies finishing third in the East with 86 wins. What an accomplishment. Uh, Philadelphia. Why is that? Why are those guys dragging behind? Well, Fangrass points to Bryce Harper likely being out until the All-Star break. Remember, he's injured, can't throw, can't swing the bat right now, an elbow injury. And then the Mets have a, a rotation that features everyone being older than 34 or older in their rotation. Every single starter in their rotation, 34 or older. Likely to break down is what they're saying. Now, the Falcons and Hawks, they've made a habit of letting us down, the Atlanta sports fan. But not our Atlanta Braves, baby. Thank you, Alex Anthopoulos, for uh, providing us with another quality roster. And Braves country, get ready to enjoy another exciting baseball season. I mean, that's just the way we roll here. I look forward to seeing you fans out at Truist Park cheering on a winner. More on uh, why you can take that projection to the bank when I chop it up, coming up in a few moments. So there's the big take. All right, but first, uh, man, I want to jump on the story coming out of Athens that uh, Glenn Schumann, the co-defensive coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs and a longtime right-hand man for Kirby Smart, is interviewing for the Eagles' defensive coordinator's job. Now, look, he's probably... Not going to get the job 
but I'm ready to talk about it. Mm, tasty. <laughs> Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Glenn Schumann interviewing for the Eagles job. Probably not going to get the job. But Coach Kirby Smart reportedly has encouraged Glenn to go and interview for the job. Why is Kirby pushing him to interview? Why would he do that? Well, because the experience and the exposure will assist Glenn getting one of these big D.C. jobs maybe the next time a job comes open. It's a win-win for Schumann. His boss wants him to succeed because he's been a trusted assistant since 2008 when Schumann was a grad assistant at Alabama working under Kirby on the defensive side of the ball. This interview will also help drive up Schumann's price tag at Georgia as far as his salary goes. Last year, the co-DC got paid $805,000. And go ahead and expect that price tag to jump to a million-plus in the upcoming season. Remember, they won the national title last season. Everybody's getting a raise. The word, out, the word is out on Schumann. He can teach. He can develop inside linebackers. And he can call the defense on game day, all with Kirby looking over his shoulder. Just ask Nakobe Dean, Quay Walker, and Smile Munden. Schumann is, is really young, dude. He's, already, he's only 32 years old and has built an impressive resume that will get him hired somewhere else soon. Not that we're trying to rush him out of there. But if he did, Kirby's got that covered, too, with Will Muschamp in place as the other co-DC. He would just promote Will Muschamp, Coach Boom, and to the defensive coordinator's job if Schumann did end up leaving. I saw the, uh, or I was listening to the early show this morning on 680, The Locker Room. And they were wondering, where's Coach Boom come from? Did you not see him coaching down at Florida? Did you not see him exploding on the sideline? I mean, after the first year, he had some of the seniors to be the during the offseason. They coach, you got to calm down. You got to calm down, man. You're booming down there on the sideline. But yeah, Kirby Smart is uh, really loyal to Schumann because he's been with him since 2008. Got great respect for this guy. And he's on the fast track to getting one of these big jobs sometime very soon. But in the meantime, he'll be sticking around Athens, coach up this Georgia defense, which is a great thing. Want to hold on to these coaches for as long as you can. Now, I, I saw our, uh, our own Dan Matthews was getting credit for maybe breaking this story. Dan Matthews, 680 the fan. Guess he was... Talking with old Kincaid up there in Philly who put out a tweet yesterday saying the Eagles are not just looking at the Bulldogs' talent as far as the players go. And that's all Kincaid would say. And you went, okay, well, what else are they looking for? I tweeted back and said, look, just leave our defensive line coach alone. Leave our wide receiver coach alone. Leave our running back coach alone. Because those dudes are recruiting, man. 
Those dudes are getting the job done out on the recruiting trail. But I don't expect Schumann to get this Eagles job. But one year very soon, he's going to get one of these big jobs. And we'll leave it at that. There you go. Your college football nugget today. Hey, 680 The Fan and Bears Best Atlanta, we're kicking off golf season with our annual Chili Dip Open, benefiting First Tee Metro Atlanta. They were in the studio yesterday. We're showing them around. It's the first big golf tournament of 2023 at one of Atlanta's finest courses. I will back that up. That's my home course, Bears Best Swanee. And uh, we are looking forward to getting out there, eating some chili, and playing that great golf course. want to thank our fine sponsors, and that would include Bears Best, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Kroger, Guffey's Menswear of Atlanta since 1963. You want to dress sharp? Go to Guffey's. Anderson Power Services, Corona Beer, my favorite store in town, PGA Tour Superstore, Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, Hennessy Jaguar, Land Rover, Gwinnett, The Color Spot, Beaver Toyota, Entry Point Windows and Doors, and the Haug Baron Law Group. And 680 The Fan Chili Dip Open benefits First Tee Metro Atlanta, building game changers by empowering kids and teens through the great game of golf. All right, a lot to come here on the show. Uh, Coming back on the other side, we're going to chop it up. Talk a little college basketball, plus Matt Ryan back in the news. Wondering about that? I've got it. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, No one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. fan monday through friday 10 to 11 got a big lunch date coming up with a legend first horizon banks lunch with a legend series resumes this week with an intimate sit down lunch and conversation with my man mark richt listen to the locker room for your chance to score a pair of tickets to the next first horizon bank lunch with a legend our phone number, 404-231-1680. You want to jump in, be a part of the show? We'd appreciate that. Find a way to squeeze you in. A little earth, wind, and fire getting the segment started. I like it, DT. And I like chopping it up, too. Time to talk breeze. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, Braves storyline number 17. As we talk Braves every single day this month, and next month, and the month after that, and the month after that, and the month after that, all the way to the World Series. Storyline number 17. 
you heard off the top of the show, the Braves are projecting to win 94 games, win the National League East. We've got the best percentage chance of going to the World Series. Our offense is going to score a lot of runs. Rotation looks really strong. Got a deep bullpen. And now story number 17. We've got one of the best managers in Major League Baseball. I don't care what Oliver says. Brian Snitker, one of the top managers in the game today. And he's got a quality coaching staff around him, too. Did you hear Wash on the fan earlier this morning? And I don't think Walt White gets enough credit, too, the bench coach under Snit. Snit, though, one of the best. Uh, a leader of men which is important as a manager in Major League Baseball. Got to be able to connect and motivate, challenge these men. Snit does a great job of that. I think a lot of that has to do with how invested he is with the Braves organization. This is his 41st year in the Braves organization. He's been around a long time here. He loves the Braves. Snit also blends the old with the new as far as running a baseball team. Snit, I love your staff. You know, they smoke cigarettes and eat donuts. <laughs> Snit, uh, old school in many respects. I love that about him. Plus, he's new age. He's embraced the analytic side of the game. So he's a blend of both these things, which is awesome. I mean, that's just the way we roll here. He's experienced, as I just pointed out, 41 years with the Braves organization. And he's proven. He's already proven he's one of the best managers in the game. He's certainly not going to forget how to do that. World Series champion, voted manager of the year. There's no doubt the 2023 Atlanta Braves, we've got, we've got talent, man. We've got the talent to rock and roll all the way to a sixth consecutive National League East title. And then make a run in the postseason at the World Series. And we are so lucky. I believe you can take that to the bank. Because we've got one of the best managers in pro baseball guiding this team and making all the critical decisions that need to be made during the course of the year. And he handles the bullpen way better than what Oliver projects him to. Storyline number 17. We've got talent. We've also got one of the best managers in the game. There you go. We're not losing this year either. Hey, uh, the podcast park. We got some podcast here. We uh, want to tell you about uh, Bucks Beat. Want to tell you about that here on this show. Episode eighty-two dropped yesterday. It's a conversation with Braves legend Dale Murphy. And plus, we're talking Braves baseball. I want to invite you to check that out. Go to thepodcastpark.com. It's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. You can find it there or wherever it is you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, all those good things. Great hanging out with Murph, one of my all-time favorites. Talking Braves baseball. Tell you what I want to do today, uh, right now, let's talk a little college basketball, man. We had not done enough of that. Been watching more and more as the season has rolled along. Uh, check out Alabama last night. And that freshman, Brandon Miller, who was unknowingly, I guess, associated with the murder 
that happened there in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Brandon Miller last night goes for 41 points in eight boards against South Carolina. Alabama gets another win. Alabama will be a one seed in the big dance. And do you know Alabama in basketball has never been a one seed? They have never advanced to the Final Four, much less won the championship. So this is is a new ground for the Crimson Tide as they uh, have this distraction hanging over their head with Brandon Miller, the top freshman in college basketball. Now, he's unknowingly was associated in the uh, death of the murder of Jamia Harris in January. Claims he never touched the gun, did not realize it was in the car. Coach being criticized for saying he was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Apparently, Miller, when those shots started getting fired, he left the scene quick. And uh, showed up big last night, 41-8. and eight. Roll down tide. How about the tide in basketball, brother? They got it going on. So you got Alabama, they'll be a one seed. You got Houston, they will be a one seed. They've never won the title. And you got Kansas will be a one seed. They uh, number one in strength of record, the Jayhawks. Now, they've been a number one seed 16 times. That's the most in college basketball history. North Carolina has the most with 17. And speaking of North Carolina, they're on the bubble. They've lost four or five. They do get in. You're talking about probably a 10 seed. Made the final four last season. Returned four of the five starters. They were the preseason number one. And they are 0-9 in quad one games this season. What has happened to North Carolina this year? What a disappointment. Uh, UCLA, Purdue, and Virginia, probably two seeds. The best I can tell, Purdue has never won the title. They uh, sure look like they've got a team that can it can uh, make a deep run into the uh, the big dance. Tennessee is another one that has never advanced to the Final Four. That one's surprising to me. I wasn't surprised here. Alabama's never been there. I am a little surprised here. Tennessee's never been there. Yeah, yeah. Even with Bernard King and Ernie Grunfeld, they never made that run. Two names from way back in the seventies. I'll tell you a team I think is dangerous out of the SEC. Just getting a good look at them a couple days ago. Uh, Road Dog was there checking them out. Arkansas. They, uh, they got uh, that guard Nick Smith is back playing at a high level. They've been to the Elite Eight the last two seasons. Musselman, the coach, does a tremendous job. That's a dangerous team, the Hogs. Keep an eye on them. They're, about to, they're about to get tested. They go to Alabama, to Tennessee, and finish at home against Kentucky. So it's gonna. they're going to really see what they're made of these last three games before getting to Nashville. Yeah, and I'll probably sharpen them up. They look like one of the more athletic teams in the conference I've seen the other night. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they are impressive, man. Hey, that coach does a great job. Surprised the Hawks don't have him in town talking to him right now. I'm just saying. Yeah, so uh, you got Duke. What's the deal with Duke there? They Duke are looming as a uh, six or eight seed. The Kentucky and Duke probably somewhere in there. What a, what a sad 
a sad season for college college basketball. Kentucky, Duke, UNC, all just... It's sort of refreshing, though, in one respect. Yeah, you enjoy that, I guess? It's not the same old teams. That's what my wife says about the college football playoffs. Well, it's the same teams every year. It's a fair argument, yeah. Yeah, so it's nice to get a little new blood in here. I, I get burnt out on seeing the same four teams over and over again. In college basketball, at least. Well, that's what you're going to get this year. Yeah, you know, it's been 26 years since we've had a team from the West win the dance. So, Westy, I know, is a big fan of uh, Western athletics, college athletics. It's been since Arizona in 1997. It's the last time a team from out West won the big dance. And Brandon Miller, pretty impressive last night with all that hanging over his head. Lord. That's got to be tough. You're hey, right, we got what? our uh, putt for the Porsche contest is back. Join the fan and Chuck and Chernoff Thursday. That is that is today from 2 to 6 at the PGA Tour Superstore. They're going to be in Kennesaw for your chance to qualify and sink a putt and win the 2023 Porsche Macan from Hennessy Porsche, North Atlanta. The finalist also going to receive a Breitling Avenger watch. How about that? From Brown and Company Jewelers, regardless of the putting outcome. And then everyone who qualifies gets an M-Craft putter from Mizuno, PGA Tour Superstore gift cards, and much, much more. For official information and rules, visit 680thefan.com. Again, today, 2 to 6, PGA Tour Superstore in Kennesaw. Your chance to putt for the Porsche. Qualify to win that Porsche. Yes, sir. Hey, Matt Ryan's back in the news. Did you see this? Did you hear about Matt oh, no. Ryan? He didn't get cut again, did he? Matt Ryan has one year left on his contract. I think in Indianapolis is going to pay him $12 million this year. Now, I'm not sure he's going to be sticking around Indianapolis. I think they're probably going to cut him uh, loose at that point in time. But I was reading yesterday doing some show prep for this show today, I ran across this. Matt Ryan is now eyeing a career in broadcasting. So officially my job's in jeopardy. No, we can we can collaborate, Buck. Oh, the Buck and Matt Ryan show? Buck and, Buck and Matt? I don't know. We'll have to figure something out. We're going to have like to have that. more than an hour to do that. Ryan and Baloo? Would you, would you accept his name being first on the, on the show? Yeah, I don't care about that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't care about that. But I, I guarantee you Matt Ryan will be knowledgeable, right, uh, when it comes to at least the NFL game. He's obviously, obviously, yeah, of course knows knows the game and knows well. But he sounded pretty good when he was on um, our morning show for the longest time. I always thought he gave... Yeah, he danced around some inside. of the questions. Well, obviously, of course, certain things the the starting quarterback just simply can't say. But at the same time, I think he was fair uh, in, the, in his analysis. Football IQ is really high. So that would help out the show. No doubt about that. And he's plugged in, too. You know, I mean, you get these guys, they get away from the game four or five years down the road. They're not as plugged in as they were. He's coming right out of the league if he jumps into the broadcasting. Now, I don't think he's looking to do the early morning radio show on Sports Talk Radio here, the fan. I don't think he's looking to take anybody's job there. I think what he's looking at is being a game analyst. But as you look around, Fox, CBS, ESPN, NBC, Amazon, yeah, don't forget about Amazon doing these games. They don't 
all the uh, Fox and CBS, all they have available are the low-level games. All the number one teams, those are already taken. So he's going to have to start at the bottom and work his way up because those other primo jobs are already taken. Yeah, I wouldn't expect Matt would think he could just roll right into like Monday night football or anything like that. Yeah, you got to work your way up. You're going to do the you're going to do the crap, you know, when the Cardinals play the Lions. That's, well, that's well, I'd say it would be start. awesome as uh if he has to start at the bottom, then at least us Falcons fans will get there a chance know. to hear Matt Ryan doing games because we get the lowest rated uh, broadcasting teams that that Fox has to offer. So at least we would change that up. You know, Matt might really offer a unique perspective because how many offensive coordinators did he have through his career? How many different offenses? Way did, too did many. He, how many, uh, all of the uh, the verbiage, he, he's run and been a part of just about every offensive scheme you can, you can imagine. You know, it never did make any sense to me when Shanahan exited after our collapse in the Super Bowl. He got out of town and we changed it up. How much sense that, that, did that really make? It didn't make any sense at all to me. But if the coach leaves, yeah, hard to recreate well, you that. you had people working under him. Yeah, you would think. They and tried to do the, that with the Green Bay Packers head coach was the quarterback coach at the time. Lafleur. And the word on the street was the Falcons thought he was lazy. Winning games. And we day. changed the offense, and uh, we've been losing ever since. Talk about a knucklehead decision. Who made that decision? That was stupid. Anyway, back to Matt Ryan. This was coming from Andrew Marchand from the New York Post. Was the one. Uh, you think Matt Ryan's got the personality to shine, though? Uh, you know, some might say he's, he might be a little straight as far as the, uh, the the broadcasting style. There won't be a lot of laughing and that kind of thing. Just straight to the point. My first opinion of Matt in terms of... Uh basically being on television, being a part of media, uh, media were his uh, commercials where he did for the uh, for the airplane company a while back. And um, charismatic was not the first word that came to mind when you saw Matt Ryan in those commercials. Yeah, I think one of the things, though, you're dealing with is, look, you're, you're the quarterback of a professional football team. And he took that very seriously. Yeah, he's, he's so up. I don't think you can really go all in on what you're going to get out of him. No, that's what I was going to say. Until that, he's out of the game. That was my opinion. That, yeah, this was literally, I mean, this was 10, 10 years ago when he was making, 15 years ago maybe, when he was making these commercials. So uh, I guess by 10. Um, but he's, yes, he's loosened up more. And as I said, when we've heard him on the radio here on this very station, he, he uh, is he's a fine communicator. So, yeah, if he loosened up. Uh, I, I could definitely see him doing a good job, and hopefully, not being in football anymore, he won't have lost his voice virtually all the time, so he won't be squeaking his way through. Sounds good to me. Let's get to the roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. Twenty-five, twenty, forty-five, like fifteen, ten-five. Get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Well, it looks like the Bulldogs may be going to the White House to hang out with the president after all. Story coming out yesterday, they were uh, getting dissed for the second year in a row, not invited to the White House. And then later in the day, 
News coming down. Oh, well, hold on. Because of the criticism now, they are being invited up to the White House. For a college student, that, that's a big, big deal. So maybe uh, Ossoff and Warnock uh, got, got through to the big guy. And they decided probably a good thing to uh, have the Bulldogs come on up and, and check things out at the White House. So that controversy's out the door. So here's what I wanted to talk about here in the roundtable today. Uh, offensive coordinator Mike Bobo taking over this quarterback room with Todd Monken now jumping back into the NFL and the Baltimore Ravens. And we are just days, uh, a few weeks away from Georgia getting out on the spring football field. And this quarterback competition now is going to be wide open. You got three candidates. You got Carson Beck. You got Brock Vandegrift. And you got Gunnar Stockton that are all going to get a look this spring. I can't wait to see some of this. Can't wait to sneak into practice and see what these quarterbacks are looking like, seeing what Mike Bobo's doing with them. He's coaching them up, I can guarantee you that. And the Bulldogs, you know, I mentioned this when when Bobo got promoted a a few days back, is these Bulldog fans, they're going to see the quarterback utilized in a different way in this upcoming season. And these these fans are going to gonna be some of the fan base. They're going to be, uh, how comes Bobo's changing things up, man? He's got the quarterback in the pocket. Come on, Munkin had Stetson Bennett running all over the place. Well, Stetson Bennett was a scrambling man. Of course, Munkin was utilizing, in, uh, utilizing him in that fashion. Carson Beck, for the most part, is a pocket guy. He's got some mobility. He can move around, but he's not a scrambler like Stetson Bennett. Uh, Brock Vandegriff came into this known as a dual-threat quarterback. He ran around a lot at the high school level. But just watching him at the college level, it's a whole different ball game when you got the speed that Georgia has on defense. Seeing some of the scrimmages, Brock wasn't doing as much of that running around as he was in high school. So he is now settled into more of a pocket passer at the University of Georgia. And then you got the young guy, Gunnar Stockton, who is a a well-rounded quarterback. I'm really impressed with Gunnar. Again, a guy that can stand in the pocket and throw the ball around. Now, he can move around a little bit, but not a scrambling man like Stetson Bennett was. So there's a new skill set at quarterback. And I think because of that, you're going to see Mike Bobo have to change up what they're doing a little bit on offense. It won't be exact, exactly what Todd Monken was doing. And let me just say that if, if Monken was here, he would be making these changes too. Just look at the talent at, at the tight end spot. Got Darnell Washington moving on. They got nobody to replace Darnell Washington with what he does. Inline tight end, seals the edge, knocking defensive ends off the ball in the run game. They don't have that anymore. So I think you're going to see a lot more of the 11 personnel grouping, three wide receivers, one tight end in this upcoming season. You're going to see the quarterback in the pocket more, making throws, especially between the hashes, between the numbers in the middle of the field, where, again, Stetson at 5'11", didn't have the vision that these other guys are going to have in the passing game. So, look, the quarterback is going to be different. The offensive coordinator is going to be different. And how they go about attacking the defense is going to be different. 
So I'm just trying to get you used to this idea before you start calling up the show and go, Blue, I can't believe they were ch- they won two straight national titles and they're changing things up. What in the world is Bobo doing? Trying to prevent that from happening. And by the way, beware too. Auburn is out there looking to uh, secure the services of some good quarter, a good quarterback. And beware of Hugh Freeze here. They're hunting for a quarterback transfer. So don't be stunned if, if say, Beck earns the job during the spring and you get a Brock Vandegrift who loves Georgia. And, you know, most all of us do that go there. But he might be growing a little impatient of waiting around for the opportunity to be the quarterback. Beware of Auburn. Hugh Freeze out there hunting for a quarterback transfer. I'm sure he's he's probably checking things out at Georgia this spring to see how that shakes out. All right, we'll come back and uh, talk a little Hawks basketball. There's a lot going on there. And we'll hit it next. Buck Blue Show here on The Fan 680 and 93.7. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Come on, Munkin had Stetson Bennett running all over the place. Well, Stetson Bennett was a scrambling man. No, not a rambling man. He's a scrambling man. Stetson getting ready for the combine. And has gone undercover, too. Which is, uh, you know, both good things that are going on. You got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Got a lot going on with the Atlanta Hawks. Reportedly, they are sitting down eye-to-eye with Quinn Snyder right now. And I've got a little problem with the way the Hawks are going about their business. They apparently are not consulting with Trey Young on this next head coaching hire, which I believe is a mistake. I mean, Trey's the star player of the Atlanta Hawks. So, but and he I'm, should have a little bit of input with who they're going to hire here. He's already had two coaches fired. So with two coaches already shown the door, it makes sense to me to at least sit down and talk to Trey about a coach that could get the most out of him. Coach Killer. I mean, to me, it's a little like in sports talk radio, let's say, where you got the on-air host, where you've got the group that are involved in the show, and management, the program director, doesn't they have a conversation about who their producer's going to be? They just show up one day, and there's the producer. So I think this is a mistake. I mean, they're they're investing $200 million into ice-cold tray. They're going to hire a third head coach 
during his tenure and not talk to him about who that head coach is going to be. DT, I just don't understand it. Do you think, so you don't think he had any input on these uh, quote-unquote emerging candidates that we've heard about early on in the process? Well, that's, that's what Landry Fields is, was saying, right? I mean, don't, do we have I, some audio from Landry Fields? We do, actually. Yeah, let's hear what he says here. They did not have any role in this decision. I would not ever go to players on something like this. This was solely my decision uh, at the end of the day. Uh, as far as you know, a new candidate, to me, our, our objectives and our values are clear. Players fall in line with those as well. Don't necessarily need their, their feedback on, on who that will be. Yeah, so there you go. They're not interested in what any of these players have to say, much less Trey Young, a guy that they're investing $200 million into. Well, I might argue Trey Young has already had too much power in this process going in. So, Well, yeah, and the great thing about this country, how we can all disagree on things. I love it, bud. Yeah. We agree, we agree too I just often. don't see the sense in investing $200 million into a guy and not involving him in a critical decision like this. That makes no sense in my world. No sense at all. I mean, it's a critical hire, too. You don't get this right. You're talking about firing a third head coach. Trey's on his way out of town at that point. But I would be afraid Trey would want someone that just basically agrees with him on, on almost everything. And I don't think that's what Trey needs right now. Well, they have not involved him in the previous two hires, and look how that worked that out. It didn't work out at, at all. Yeah, I would understand if if we didn't have a star player, big timer on the team, a guy you're investing that kind of money in. But uh, Trey's a star. He's the man in this town. I know a lot of people are down on him right now. But apparently Quinn Snyder's the guy they're going after. Uh, Reportedly, I think the Athletic reporting that they had a virtual meeting yesterday. And it must have gone well because isn't uh, Quinn Snyder uh, in Atlanta right now meeting with the Atlanta Hawks? I believe that's what Justin Hanover let us know during his update. Yeah, Justin, so, yeah. all over this. Must have flown in. Things went well last night. Liked what he had to say. Came in for a uh, eye-to-eye meeting that's going on right now. You know, some he coaches have, have a good to look plan at this, for Trey Young. They have to look at this roster, how young and talented it is, and for a lot of reasons, it's that's an intriguing job. Now, look uh, what what Quinn Snyder has done as a head coach at Utah and the other places he's been. They are knocking down the threes, baby, shooting the three is what they do under Quinn Snyder. Atkinson was a read-and-react kind of guy. You know, Trey likes that spread pick-and-roll system, so I'm not sure that would have been a good fit. We are just so awful in the half court. So awful. Next to last in the NBA last season. Now I think we're number 16 with uh, offensive uh, performance with 100 possessions. Trey's off the ball has been horrendous. He uh, does a lot of standing around and watching when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. These are all the things that Quinn Snyder and the Hawks should be talking about on how he's going to improve improve things. What is your system? What would you plan on doing with this group of personnel? How would you get the most out of Trey? And that's got to be the number one thing that they're talking about right now. How will you coexist with ice-cold Trey? How will you get the most out of him? 
Can you improve his defense? How about off the ball? Do you have a better plan for Trey? Are you going to get on him about that? Quinn Snyder, former Dukie, looks a little bit crazy. You know, looks can be deceiving. Don't you want that in your basketball coach? They're just a little, a little crazy. Bit. You, need, you need to be just a little crazy if you are a good basketball coach, right? I'm not sure about that one, D. That's, that's what I, this <laughs> the way I've sure always seen it. Crazy. The, best, the best basketball coaches I seem to see, outside of maybe like a Lenny Wilkins, everybody else seems just a little weird. 680 The Fan, man, we got, we got to get you going. We're celebrating our 30th anniversary, and we've got a spring training com- promotion going on right now. You need to be listening to The Fan between 6 and 8. And when you hear that Braves home run sound during the Braves score, that's your cue to call, be the sixth caller, and get qualified to win the Braves Beach and Brew Trip. We're going to qualify 30 people with a shot to win the weekend stay at the Wyndham Grand on Clearwater Beach. Tickets to the Braves-Pirates game at spring training. You're going to spend an inning in the press box uh, in the broadcast booth with uh, Ingram and Simpson. Plus, you get an $800 gift card, $100 to spend at the ballpark. And then back here in Atlanta, you're going to have home opener tickets at Truist Park. So get qualified. you got to listen to 680 The Fan all week long as we celebrate our 30th anniversary And uh, you don't want to miss out on that. Let's get to the final word today. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. All right, Georgia's All-American linebacker and defensive captain. Apparently he's got a lead foot and a little bit of a wild side. DT, you probably like this, too. Well, you sometimes like you want crazy. your defenders to be a little little nuts. But, yeah, this is maybe pushing it. Demond Dumas Johnson, he's 21 now. Arrested for racing down College Station Road. And this was January 10th. That was the day after they got back from beating TCU in the Natty. He was probably still flying high. Now, on the scale of wrongdoing, where would you guys have this rated on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst? I'm going to put it at 4. I was going to say five, so, yeah. Five. Road Dog, where would you put it? Road Dog's probably done some of the street racing before. I'm disappointed because of the accident that happened and that we still have players doing this, so I'm going to put it a little higher. It's funny you mention that. I guess the way this, if this was just the day after they won, this would have actually been like a week before that accident occurred. Right. But, and I mean, it's just what... Why are people driving so damn fast, Buck? That's all I would ask. Yeah, uh, yeah they're you know, looking to live dangerously, have a little fun. I remember in high school. You didn't have enough fun that weekend. You just won the national championship, and well, you won by 150 points, and then you still have to come at home I do and remember being race a, around Athens. Being a youngster in high school, and I jumped in John Bond's car, my teammate. <laughs> he had a Mustang with a big engine in that thing. Next thing I know, we're going 140 and we hit the railroad tracks and got airborne. I was holding on for dear life, and I'm thinking I'm never doing this again. I'm glad you're still with us then, Buck. JB. Yeah, I was a little surprised he never got into uh, racing cars for a living. But that was the last time I did that, I can promise you. That's going to do it for my show. we got Nick and Chris coming up. Live from the Brave Spring Training Complex. So stick around for that. I'm back tomorrow at 10. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nernie? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. 
This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corner Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 